to another episode of the real to life podcast i am your host michael g davis broker and ceo of brooks and davis real estate firm realtor plus business coach and we have another phenomenal guest for today but before i bring them on i want to remind you that we are streaming live 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 to the brooks and davis real estate firm business facebook page as well as our YouTube channel. So for those that are checking us out live, uh, I invite you to place your comments and your questions in the live chat. Uh, take part in the show. we got another great one for today. Uh, now, before we get the show started, if you are checking us out and you are considering buying a home, we offer at no commitment to schedule a showing for you to see any property in the Houston Metroplex. We are a full service real estate company, uh, but you don't even have to hire us. If there's something that you're interested in taking a look at, a property you're interested in taking a look at, all you got to do is reach out to the number um, and give us a call at that number uh, to learn more. Uh, but do know when you hire us as your real estate company, we're going to hold your hand and guide you through the process step by step. That is what we're going to do. Now, maybe you're considering putting your home on the market for sale. Uh, we, again, offer some no commitment, free stuff. You don't have to hire us. You can take advantage of it. Uh, we offer a free neighborhood buying and selling activity report that's specific for your home, uh, meaning it, we'll do some research, get an idea of what's going on in your particular neighborhood as far as home prices, home sales, uh, things like that. All you have to do is give us a call at the number on the screen. Uh, in addition to that, we'll also offer a free in-person property condition home evaluation. We'll send one of our professional realtors to your home. Uh, they'll walk the inside of it, give you some advice as it relates to staging, decluttering, cleaning, you know, whatever, just to kind of give you an idea of the mindset of, the, of today's buyer and how the home should be positioned from a condition standpoint. Again, all you have to do Give us a number. I mean, give us a call at the number on the screen. So without further ado, let me go ahead and bring to the stage our guest for today. He is a real estate student, uh, currently a real estate student, but he's also a rapper and music producer and juice, con juice and food connoisseur. So I'm super excited uh, to learn more about these different elements of his life. I bring to the stage Mr. Reginald Pettis. Reginald, Hello, how you doing? How you doing today, man? We thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, the pleasure is all ours. So look, Reginald, the reason that we do this show, what the Real to Life podcast is all about, of my 17 years of being in the real estate industry, I feel that as a real estate professional, we hadn't been appreciated. Our clients, our customers, and sometimes our colleagues put us in a box, not recognizing that we're people too. People, people. with passions people with many layers. So I wanted to create a platform where real estate professionals or future real estate professionals like yourself could come on, showcase the many passions that you all have in addition to being in real estate. 
Uh, and also we're able to do a little bit of coaching too. You know, I'm a business coach, a realtor coach. Um, so because of that, I'm certified in all these areas. It's a great opportunity for us to do a little bit of coaching. Uh, so that's ultimately what it's all about. Now, before we get started, uh, I know when people hear your story, when they start learning more about what you do and what you're into, they're going to want to follow you on social media. True. So where, where are the best places uh, that they can engage with you on social media, Reggie? So you can find me on Instagram at RGPTS. That's my main source. That's usually what I'm on. You can hit me up anytime. I respond, I promise. All right. So Instagram, IG. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. The gram. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's jump, let's jump right on into this thing, man. What what hobbies or activities are you and your family into? So I pretty much like to make beats, make music. Uh, I like to rap, write rhymes, poetry, uh, getting ready to start performing it, you know, trying to face those fears. Um, I make juice, uh, juice, juice, <laughs> juice, fruit to make juice. And um, and I go out, I like to go out to eat and just eat tons of food. That's probably my favorite things to do. So. All right. Yeah. Awesome, man. Let's unpack this a little bit. So okay. let's start. Let's start with the, the rapping and the music production. Mm -hmm. So. First of all, where can we go to hear some of these these songs? So absolutely nothing is for nothing is available for anybody right now. <laughs> um, this is something that I'm coming into as of 2021 October, really just realizing that that is um, like rapping in public is uh, is a fear of mine, something that I've been avoiding, um, and so I'm really running away from it. So I'm learning that I should be running to it. You know, it's the, it's a thing that I should run into because I'm so afraid to do it. And so um, I think it's where I will learn to um, learn. I'll thrive and grow in that environment. And so it's something that I haven't put too much into. I'm just, just realizing that that is something that I, I'm going to be doing very soon. Absolutely. So, so you gotta, you gotta go in there and face that fear, brother. Face that right. fear. Uh, and that's how, because we know that we grow outside of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we place ourselves in those uncomfortable situations. That's where our greatness is. So you don't have anything recorded like a video or a song, nothing. There's like a <laughs> there's a, I have a video on YouTube. That's pretty much all I really have. And it's it's just me being goofy. Honestly, it's like a, it's it's a, it's a song about Target. <laughs> it's like about their bags and their baskets and. It's ridiculous. Um, I wouldn't recommend anybody go watch it. But if come you on, like, man. come on, man, come on, man, see the I'll video. Tell you, I'll tell you, it's um, it's if you go to YouTube, if you type in "We Shop at Target," but it's spelled like like the Wii remote control, like W I I space <laughs> Shop at Target. So if you wanna, if you really wanna go find something crazy, yeah, man, we go. I mean, I promise you, brother. I am going to look at it. So I'm going to look at it. Oh, man. All right. So we, right. we you said, is we going to shop at Target? We shop at Target. We yeah. shop at Target. And we I'll send you the link. Yes. Send me the link, brother. I am going to look at it. I promise right. you. So, uh, well, now that's awesome, man. All right. So now what, uh, now what, what prompted you to get into the music production, the poetry, the rapping? Like, what is it that attracted you to those elements? Uh, so I think it's something that I've really been interested in my whole life. I, I remember just being in a car with my family and just rapping, you know, it just feels good. It feels safe. Um, it feels like I'm at home. And like um, my freshman year of college, I was like, man, I, my first year of school, I said, 
I don't want to be in school anymore. I ended up finishing, but but that week I remember just not wanting to do it at all. And um, I told my friend, my roommate, uh, who I went to high school with, I said, "Bro, let, let's get rich this week. <laughs> let's let's make a song and go viral and get out of school. You know, um, this will be our ticket out." Yeah. And so I, I downloaded this um, production um, software called FL Studio, stands for Fruity Loops. So I downloaded Fruity Loops. And I started to work on it. I was like, man, I'm not going to lie. This is hard. This is <laughs> I don't know how to do this. So um, that week, uh, you know, I told you I have a fear of, like, failure. So before I, I told you, like, before I can fail, I keep that control and I just quit. So as an example, I was, when I downloaded loops and realized how difficult it was that I'd have to put some energy into it, well, I just deleted the software and closed my laptop. <laughs> Um, but a few weeks, I know. So a few weeks later, it's a shame. A few weeks later, I um, downloaded it back and just started working on it more and more. Um, and I've been working on it for maybe five or six years now. So um, that's pretty much what got me into it. I wanted to to get rich. <laughs> yeah. So you could get out of school. I can get out of school. That was it. And I didn't get out of school. I I finished school anyway. <laughs> You know. Hey, but hey, look, you had a pretty good hobby, a uh, pretty good hobby while you was getting through it, though. That's true. I think it really did help me through, to be honest. So, so while you were in college, man, were you DJing parties and things like that? None of that stuff. None of that. I didn't do none of it. Um, I was mostly I would just freestyle in a car with my friends or yeah. at a you know at a party or something like. That's pretty much what I would what I would do involving yeah. that, but nothing too. I'm really getting into this right now. Like, yeah, yeah, like literally, like we're at the brink. Like this may be the first, like when you blow up and you go international, like we can always come back to, this was like one of your first interviews. This is, this, this is literally the second interview. I had one yesterday, a podcast talking about it with my friends. And so yeah. this is just me, you know, it's, you're right, it's the brink. Come on, audience. See, y'all gotta appreciate the real to life podcast. Yeah. We bring the, yeah, when we bring, when we talk about bringing new fresh stuff, like yeah. literally, Yesterday, <laughs> my Yesterday. Man decided. Yeah. All right. So look, we got some questions from the audience. Uh, so they want to know what is your musical inspiration? My musical inspiration. That's yeah, a great. Like um, so, like is a specific artist or? Oh, well, they asked that too. That was the next question. Like, who's your favorite artist? Okay. Well, so I would have to say merge those merge those questions together. Right. So, I didn't know this question for a while, and then I was talking to um, my girlfriend, Hannah, um, and she was saying that her cousin loves Jay-Z. She He would go and like look at Jay-Z's lyrics and break them down line by line and say, do you understand this? Do you get this? And I never did that with Jay-Z, never did it with Kanye, never did it with Drake. I know you love Drake, you're a Drake fan. Who? And um, no, no, you, no, no, you, said, no. you told me you're a Drake fan. No, 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 not, comp not okay, I like Drake. Like, first of all, how do we define fan? Like, let's start there, though. Like, okay, all right. Fan. I guess a fan is like <laughs> anytime they drop a project, you're like, gotta go no, get it. No, no, I'm okay. not. No, not. So you're not, not a Drake fan. You you just you like Drake generally. I like Drake. Yeah, I I, I like his music. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. <laughs> There's a rapper that I really um he just passed away in 2020. Actually, his name is MF Doom. Mm. He uh, he's an older rapper, but the way he rhymes is is ridiculous, and mm -hmm. the the meaning that he puts behind it is it goes over people's head. And he's a, the kind of rapper who has a, a somewhat of a gimmick, mm -hmm. um, and I love that his his uh, his name is MF Doom, and so his his uh, persona is 
um, Dr. Doom, you know, Dr. Doom from the Fantastic Four. Yeah, 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 yeah. From the Fantastic Four, so he's like a super villain. Anytime he goes on stage or he's on a video, he's wearing a metal mask that looks like the Doom mask. And so he, he keeps that persona throughout his entire career. And I just find it to be so just, it's very, yes, it is very fascinating. And so that's probably say one of my number one um, inspirations. And I would have to say another is a producer, two producers. Um, I don't think anybody knows them. The Alchemist and a producer called named Knowledge. Yeah, those are two two of my favorites. I like that they put out a ridiculous amount of work, and everything they put out is um, it's good quality. So yeah, yeah. high quality, high quality. I think it's the best of both worlds. So you can't lose on that, huh? No, you can't. You cannot. It's like a really, and this is me being a food connoisseur, um, and so it's like a it's like a really really good buffet. You know, one of those Brazilian steakhouses. Yeah, it's high quantity, but it's also high quality at the exact same time. Absolutely. That's, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a phenomenal analogy. Analogy, mm-hmm. Reginald. Yeah. So, let I mean, since you brought it up, let's go ahead and uh, pivot towards the juicing and the food connoisseur. Like, so walk me through that. Like, how did, how did you get into food and juice? Mm-hmm. So with food, honestly, I think it's something that's just been in me. I, I, I remember being, it's so weird, so weird. I remember being like, seven years old and in the refrigerator eating spinach and cheese, just spinach, raw spinach, you know? (laughs) My mom is like on the phone with my, my grandma's like, is it okay that he's just eating spinach? And she's like, yeah, don't, don't stop him, you know? Um, And so I just love to just, I love to try things um, and things that it's so interesting how I like to do things that put me out of my comfort zone, but also have a hard time facing fears, you know, but I don't, I don't fear food. Like I'll eat, literally whatever. whatever name a thing name anything name hey, something well i heard they got them they got them chocolate covered crickets in chicago man you eat oh yeah, yeah yeah i've had something like that i've had those what? yeah, yeah good, good. <laughs> well, like yeah yeah i'm with that i'm with it good <laughs> yeah That's so sweet. yeah i mean so, anything uh so is it the is it the curiosity that comes with the different taste the different textures like, yes what is all it of it yeah well you said said one more time so is it like the, the different tastes, the different textures? Like what is it that uh, really is, uh, that the curiosity comes from as it relates it's, to that? I think it's just like a, like what makes you love to coach, Michael? What is it? Uh, just the fulfillment that I get out of it. It's the, the fulfillment yeah. that you get out of it. Yeah, it's yeah. the fulfillment that I get out of eating food, <laughs> new foods. You know, it's crazy. Like, I don't know what it is. Like. You're so right. It's the experience, like experiencing experiencing something new with, with, with the food. Yeah. Yes. The newness, the texture, the this is crazy, you know, or this is this is something new that's never been done before. Like just trying it out and yeah. the tastes. Oh, even when the taste is even when it's funky, you know, like yeah. I mean, think about I mean, there are so many different kinds of foods and the, the palates, like you have sour right. food, sweet, salty, you know, like like yeah. Think about pickles. It's so weird. I don't know. You know? Like I don't know. It, nah, that's pickles, perfect, man. Yeah, crazy. Anyway. So do you okay? So you know, with your with your passion and love for food, do you cook? I do cook. I don't cook as much as I as people think I would. I don't love to cook. I love right. to eat. You love so, to eat. Now, oh, now, so, I, can, I can relate to you on that, brother. Yeah. I love to eat as well. I may not be as adventurous with my palate as yours is, mm-hmm. but I promise you, 
I prefer to eat and do not prefer to cook at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's what my next question was going to be is, are, are you as creative or adventurous with the cooking aspect of it? But uh, what this is what I found originally, like the people that I know that really like to cook, they do, they're not real big on like eating. Not. I know <laughs> the people that like to eat, they're not really real big on cooking. It's so. crazy, right? I don't get that. I don't get it. Yeah. But you know what? It's a balance in this world, you know? It's got to be. It's got to yeah. be a balance. So now one of the things that you also do is you sell juice, right? Is that, is that so? Yes, kind of, yes. Tell us so I do have a juice that. business. I have a juice business with Hannah and her best friend, Maisie. One day I was at a, I was at a party and we were, we were handing out pieces of fruit for some reason. And I was like, man, this fruit is so good. Have you ever... You know, they were saying, uh, her, Hannah's best friend Maisie was saying, Have you ever juiced a tangerine? I was like, Yeah, all the time, actually. You know, like my papa used to get us, like, he used to get us, like, big, maybe that's where that comes from, big boxes of fruit around the holidays, apples, oranges, tangerines. And we would, um, we would have to juice it all because you couldn't eat the huge boxes, and it's ridiculous. It's too many tangerines. Um, and so, you know, I was like, Yeah, we used to. And she was like, uh, I got a, I just got a juice. I just got a juicer, so it's that we should come over. I just come over and juice sometime. The first time we met, to come over and juice sometime, and then uh, I came over the next day to juice, and um, we juiced. And Hannah said, "You know, it'd be crazy if we started a juice business." And I was like, "Yeah, that would be crazy, but whatever." And so, and then like she called me the next day and was like, "Okay, what are we gonna do about the juice business?" I was like, "Okay, I'll show up," you know, and, <laughs> yeah. juice, and talked about pricing, talked about a menu, and eventually we decided to to do it. So we said we, had, we started having pop ups and. Um, Hannah loves to bring together community. Um, it's something that I'm not too, that I haven't been too well versed in, but I'm starting to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So just saying, oh, we're gonna have these people come in and do this. We're gonna have like DJs, um, other people to come and vend and have like pretty much like a vendor's market. So we would do vendor's markets for a while. It was a lot of fun, made money, you know, juicing, like trying different things. Like we had this one juice that I don't know if you would, not so adventurous, you wouldn't like it. It's like uh, beets, ginger, um apple and lemon i think and you would think that this is not a good juice right, right. but hannah who's like i hate beets she enjoys the juice actually it's a pretty right. good drink yeah, so maybe as long as you don't tell me what's in it man i drink it if it tastes yeah good. yeah yeah that's the thing it, sometimes when people when they tell you what's in it they're like oh no i don't want that i don't want yeah, that come on try exactly yeah but at least try yeah. oh, that's phenomenal. Well, that's so do you do you have like a website or, or like if a person is interested in purchasing the juice or it's just at those different pop-up shops that you are. So we have it on, um, I have it actually on Instagram. I can okay. plug in. It's not going to slide in as my Instagram <laughs> did, which so is so just, cool. You could just Shout say yes for that. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's our super producer in the back. She makes magic yeah. happen. Hey, like look, that. she may make some magic happen. So what is it? What's the... Uh, so what, it's, what uh, it's at Whole lot of Juice HTX. And it's whole lot of W H O L E L O T T A juice J U I C E H T X. Okay. So that's our. It's on our Instagram. We don't have a, a um. What is it called? A website page, so but it's a whole lot of. So I'm gonna say it again. So it's at whole lot of W H O L E L O T T A J U I C E. Yes. HTX. HTX, yes. Okay. But if you type in a whole lot of, it'll pop right up. It'll pop. We're the only one. So, yeah. <laughs> a whole yeah. lot of juice. Well, no, nah, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd love for you to bring me some, man. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to drink it. Don't don't tell me what's in it first, though. Let me all, right, all right. 
right? And then I'll taste it. And if it tastes yeah. good, then you can tell me what's in it because it ain't going to matter if right. it tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, man. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about real estate because that's how you and I got connected. I know you're, yes. one of our, you're one of our affiliate members because you're in the process of getting your real estate license, getting into real estate. Uh, so I would be remiss to not ask this question. You know, what is it about real estate that's attracted you as well? So with real estate, I like that, first of all, I love the what sounds to me like. So Miss Kim, Kim Stubblefield, mm-hmm. she told, has been telling me everything about, you know, her experience as a real estate agent. And so she's explaining that there's a, it's a lot of work, but you make your own schedule. And I love that freedom that the availability that you have, you know, and there are there are times when you have to, you know, be, you have to be available for a client, but I just love that. It's not, it's not a set schedule that every day is not the same. She always says every, um, what is it? Every sale or every, um, transaction is not the same, you know, and I really enjoy that aspect of it. You know what? And it's funny that you say that, you know, as we've been talking about, uh, the, the explosion of fulfillment that you receive out of experiencing these, you know, as it relates to your palate, you know, that's really, what Miss Kim, and for those that don't know, Miss Kim, Kim Stubblefield is one of our top agents here at Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. She's the reason that Reginald and I got connected. Uh, I know you've been hearing Hannah's name uh, numerous times in our conversation uh, as uh, Reginald being in relationship with her. That is actually Miss Kim's daughter. Yes. Um, so that's, that's how the connection is. Uh, but what she's saying to you, Reginald, is that each real estate transaction you get the opportunity to experience that uniqueness right. um, that you get from, you know, as it relates to the food and, and you get that opportunity to be creative of how you navigate and how you maneuver the transaction to get yes. to that common goal like that. Uh, with, with the client. Yeah. So yes. I can yes. definitely see you enjoying a lot of that as well. Yeah. It's appealing. It's very appealing to me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome, man. So, so where are you in the process? In the process, I'm doing the classes. Man, I got to tell you, this this law stuff sometimes. It's, <laughs> it's, I know it's the most necessary. And I'm every time I'm writing down a law, something, something, two six zero four, something. Yeah. I'm like, man, does Michael know all of this stuff? You know, I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, I ain't, it ain't even got to be a surprise, bro. Most, really? if not all, of the stuff that you're learning right now. Mm-hmm. I don't use that stuff on a. We don't use that stuff on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. In reality, the the laws. The theory of it all, we're just going to make sure that you don't mess over anybody. Like the whole right. point of all of it is, is that you're not going to take advantage. You're not going to mess over nobody. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've always subscribed to the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Right. So if you approach this business from that standpoint, you approach this business from a level of service, mm-hmm. uh, then you ain't got to worry about them laws or getting caught up in them laws but you do because you need all that information to pass that test you're right all right, all right. you're for the test so, okay, okay so all that yes yeah, so all that stuff that you're learning right now you got to fight through it uh you got to get through it so you can uh okay. be successful when it comes time to take that test okay i went through college so i know exactly what what it's like because yes. i don't use none of the stuff i learned so yes yeah, see you get it you know. but once you once you get past the test hey you're good to go you okay. Ain't worry, but you ain't got to know the law numbers and all that other stuff. Okay. So yeah, so I, I, you know, I, I may have spoiled it for you, but no, I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I really know that. All 
All right. Well, let's, uh, all right, you know, one of the things that we do on the Real to Life podcast is that we do a little bit of coaching. We talk through some things. Uh, so you was willing to share with us uh, what you consider is one of your biggest life challenges. Uh, mm-hmm. And you said that that is that, and you you kind of made mention to it a little early in our conversation mm-hmm. uh, that sometimes you quit before you can fail. Yes. So you know, let's first let me kind of the, the the first thing or the great thing about it is that you're already self aware of that pattern. Right. right. So great thing. So now the question is, have you determined or identified what causes that pattern, or what causes you to feel the need to to do that? I don't think I have. I don't. If you have any insight, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is that causes that. I think it's. It's. I mean, at the end of the day, it's fear. It's. It's this negativity. I. I was. So what are you, well, well, let's stop there. So, what are you afraid of happening? Of, for in, in any situation, there's there's two things that can happen, right? It could be failure. It could be success. And in the failure aspect, it could be if I'm starting to. If I'm starting to, to, okay, so the other day I have an example, perfect example, okay, you ready? My mom said, hey, Reggie, just for, if you want to, just for extra cash and just to try something new, you could try being a substitute teacher for a day. You know, you just sign up, you get a quick check. You don't even have to really teach the kids anything. You just give them the paperwork because you're not the real teacher. Like, right, you're right. And my mind started to do this thing where I thought about me, I'm failing at what it is. I walk into the class, the students make fun of me, and I punch a kid, <laughs> and, then, and then I'm, and then I get kicked out from work, right? Like I, like I'm in the principal's office now with the student, you know, and now I gotta go to jail, and you know, and it yeah. just gets. I just think of the worst thing possible, and the and story. I, yes. So like, the story, the story. Um, now here's the thing about the story, though. Could it be a different story? Absolutely. And that's what I'm realizing. And I'm realizing this maybe last week, but really strongly yesterday and today, like that if I'm imagining the most negative thing, the failure, why can't I imagine the most positive thing, the success, right? I will, I, right before logging in, I said, you know what? This podcast is going to go exceedingly well, right? Absolutely. And, and I spoke that over myself. And, and I want to do that in any activity I do because I know that if I'm not telling myself truth, then what am I telling myself? It's lies. And I don't want to do that. Absolutely. And so, Absolutely. Because it's the thing about fear. Fear is not real. It ain't. That's why when I asked the question of what are you afraid of, it was hard for you to articulate what it was mm-hmm. because it doesn't exist. The, no. thing that you're, the thing that you're afraid of doesn't exist. It's a story. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so it's not so you're not afraid of reality because you don't know what the, you don't know what's going to really happen, happen right. until you do it. Yes. Right? You don't know what's going to really happen. So you're not afraid of reality. You're afraid of something that does not exist, that has not happened, that it's no guarantee that that's going to happen or anything close to that's going to happen. Right. And, and it's not just you, though, Reg. A lot of us do that, though. A lot of us don't experience reality because we're afraid of something that's not real, mm-hmm. right? Instead of us saying, well, that could happen, but then there are thousands of other things that could happen. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. So, so let's go see what's really going to happen though. <laughs> what's actually going to happen. And that's, right. <laughs> yeah. And fear will prevent me from actually seeing what's going to happen. You know? Right. And you know what that does, Reggie? And, and what that, what, what, what it's really doing is stopping you from living. Mm-hmm. 
right? And not just you, yeah. all of us. It's stopping us. It's stopping us from living, right? That's true. We're, we're, so instead of us going to live our life with, you know, and all of us, all of us have an expiration date. We're only going to be on here for a certain amount of time. So why not live it up to the fullest? Why not? But fear stops us, you know, it, it stops us from living our life the way that we want to live it. So um, for you, you know, a couple of couple of takeaways I want you to take. Number one, I want you to understand that failure, um, failure is not real either. Okay. Right? I mean, yes. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I understand what you were saying, and I need to receive that. That yeah. failure is not real. It's in. I've read a lot of success quotes. You know, <laughs> like, like it's a step to success. I understand that in here, but there's a the the longest distance is from here to here. You know, like I need to. Well, is it? Is it though, Rich? I think you just you have to accept it. I just have to accept it. Yeah, yeah. I think you, just, you know, because the reality is, is that once you. have once you've decided, right? So let's talk about beliefs, right? Belief okay. systems, belief, all the belief is something that you receive. You've accepted that, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if like, for instance, if I believe that all tall people are the bomb, then hey, that's something I've accepted. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean that that's factual? <laughs> does that mean that that's, you know, no, that's my reality, my belief yeah. system that I've accepted. Um, does that mean that you're wrong for not believing the same thing that I believe? No, you can, you can have your belief, you can have your reality, but it's something that I've accepted. So by believing something in most instances, it dictates our behavior. Mm -hmm. right? So if we believe, yeah. if we believe that failure is not real, then whenever we're faced with potential failure, it will impact how we behave or how we address that moment. Yes. Right? What decisions that we make as it relates right. to that moment. So yeah. it really, it really all just goes back to what you believe. Belief, right? Yes. Belief. So if we believe that fear is not real, right? Now, does that mean that we're not going to be afraid of stuff? No, it's not going to mean that we're not going to be afraid. You're still going to feel it. You're going to feel the fear. Feel mm -hmm. the fear. <laughs> You're going to feel it. But understand, you begin to start having that conversation, having that talk with yourself, reminding yourself, you know, and a lot of times, you know, one of the things that you mentioned about our, our time together was that you spoke it, you spoke, hey, this is going to be a good time. We're going to have mm -hmm. a good time. Yes. Like, in essence, what you're doing is you're redirecting your focus. That's mm -hmm. all you're really doing. When you're saying it out loud. Yes. Right? Because in your head, it's like, man, this is going to be crap. You're going to look horrible. People are going to talk about you. But then <laughs> you say, when you say, no, nah, man, this is going to be phenomenal. We're going to have a great time today. Yeah. You're directing yourself from the negative thing that was in your head to the positive thing that's coming out of your mouth. Yes. And, and the thing that you're verbalizing is always going to trump what's going on in the background. So yeah. that's why affirmations are good, you know, speaking it into existing, casting the vision. That's why all of that stuff works because <laughs> you're redirecting My into problem. a positive. And here's the great thing about it, Reggie. We all have the power to do it. Yeah. We just don't do it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. well, that's good, man. Hopefully yeah. that helped a little bit. It does. It does. I have a question. So absolutely speaking those truths out loud, you say redefines. Or refocuses. Refocuses, right? It refocuses me. 
continuing that will shape my beliefs, will will change those beliefs that I have. So at, at some point, because our beliefs are typically dictated on our life experiences, <laughs> right? So for instance, we'll use the beet juice. Okay. Right? So if I had beet juice when I was, uh, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm gonna use a personal experience. Okay. All right, so when I was growing up as a kid, when we would order pizza, my go-to was pepperoni, and then it grew from pepperoni to pepperoni and sausage. Pepperoni and sausage was my go-to. Supreme pizza was the absolute horrible. Like, what is that? <laughs> Olives and onions and bell yeah. peppers. Like, no way I'm going to eat that. And, mm -hmm. I, and, I, and I accidentally, I think as a kid, I ate a bit off of a Supreme pizza and was mm -hmm. like, oh, my God. So for years, I never ate Supreme pizza. It was pepperoni, mm -hmm. sausage, and that was all the way through college. No Supreme pizza. All the way through, we used to go to CC's and we would get the all meats pizza, all cheeses, all the way through that. Up until I became an, a, an, a parent, I think I had my first kid. And, and to this point, Reggie, I don't even know when I got exposed to the Supreme pizza again. But up until that point, my belief was Supreme pizza is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. It's nasty. Until I... Bit another piece of Supreme Pizza. And then when I bit it that time, it was very, very good. Very good. So now my belief is Supreme Pizza is the bomb. Uh -huh. <laughs> right? it is, it is. So my point is, is that our beliefs are shaped by our experiences. So when you have an alternative experience to what you believe, then that's when the things get stronger. Like for me and how I know fear is not real because I face my fear in so many instances to where I understand, I, I, like I experienced, I felt I was afraid. Like I was afraid these things were going to happen and they didn't. Mm -hmm. So this thing can't be real, right? Or I was, I, you know, I, I was concerned about feel, this thing not working out. Like I had the thought like this thing's not going to work out. It's not going to make it. But it always does. Mm -hmm. like it always works out. Yeah. So, as long as you keep going, like as long as you keep moving, like it, right. it stops. So it's those experiences that I think will begin to continue to shape your belief, and then and then it turns into then it turns into a vicious cycle. So then you experience some things, you start believing some things, you start mm -hmm. doing some things, which now gives you those experiences that are that are re-upping what you believe. Then you're going through. So now you're behaving. And now you're experiencing again that's validating what you believe so it becomes a vicious cycle now yes. here's the scary thing about it it goes both ways it goes so negatively and it goes positively it goes negatively mm -hmm. and it goes positively yes so that's why we got to be conscious of it yeah no, right. old, man. yeah all right so yeah we're getting some love man people enjoying the interview man giving us real positive vibes man so i think this is going to be a great one um, so, um, but, uh, but you have any final words for the people, man, before we wrap this thing up? Do I, I me? You're asking me? Yeah, man. You have any final words or any, any last things that you want the people to know, the audience to know before we finish? Face your 
fears. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a good one, man. And we definitely got to go off of that one. But Reggie, look, man, I really appreciate you. And I thank you online for allowing us to come in, giving us a window into your life, into your world, sharing the things that you share with us, uh, and even going through this coaching process with us, man. Really appreciate that. Uh, and definitely know that there's a nothing but a, a, a bunch of success in line for you. Uh, definitely rooting for you. Here to help you get you to that real estate license and get you get you past it, man. So thank you. Uh, really thank you for being on with us today. Thank you so much, Michael. I appreciate the opportunity. And I got to say, I really love the reason that you were having this podcast to shine a light onto people who really don't have the light shown on them, you know, so, to show that real estate, real estate agents are people. So <laughs> love it. Love it. Love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank I'm you, a person. Man. Yeah. He is a person. All right, good stuff. All right, so before we finish, let me talk about some upcoming events that we have uh, going on. Make sure you guys RSVP. We're going to put up the RSVP link um, as I begin talking about them. Uh, so at 2.30, we're going live again, Facebook business page. So if you're not following our Facebook business page, make sure you go do it. Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. Uh, so then you'll see us jump on uh, at 2.30, Mastermind Through Tough Times. Uh, we're going to be talking about Will Taylor Swift create an NFT for her new red album? Uh, so that's the thing about our mastermind through tough times. Just real estate professionals talking about a little bit of randomness. Um, that's what it's all about. So today at 2.30, streaming live on our Facebook business page and our YouTube channel. All right. A little later on today. So we got a super busy Tuesday. A little later on today, we're doing our quarter four town hall meeting. So with our town hall meetings, that's when we, you know, reflect back on our progress for the third quarter, talk about some things that are coming up uh, in the future, celebrate some things that we achieved, uh, as well as look at, you know, remind people of some of the older programs that we are the programming that we have that we want to encourage you to take advantage of, as well as uh, show you about some of the newer stuff coming. So that is in person and it's online. Um, make sure RSVP is not just for our agents. It's not just for our affiliate members. It's even for our fans. So if you are a fan of Brooks and Davis, you're an enthusiast of Brooks and Davis, make sure you jump on the town hall meeting so you can see everything that we have going on. And it's also an opportunity for our agents to speak back as far as their quality of experience that they're receiving by being a part of Brooks and Davis real estate firm. So that's today at 5.30, Q4 Town Hall Meeting. All right, tomorrow and Thursday, got some great trainings going on. Uh, we're bringing in one of our affiliates and, and insurance. He's going to be talking about vendor relationships every realtor should have. So again, that's a, another great, it's a lunch and learn. So if you want to eat, you got to come in the building. Or uh, if you're good with just seeing it on Zoom, it is going to be simulcast as well. But make sure you come in. Um, and then we have a training on, again, the future, uh, I'm sorry, vendor relationships every realtor should have. Uh, and then on Thursday, we're doing a training. So it's not a lunch and learn, I don't believe. It's just a training. But we're doing a part two of the future of affordable home ownership, where we're bringing in a representative that's going to speak to um, a community, the Houston Community Land Trust, where they contribute upwards of $150,000 towards the purchase of a home. So we're bringing in a representative to come in and speak about that program. Uh, so we're, that's going to be a training uh, in person and uh, uh, online training as well. So that's tomorrow at 12. So I'm sorry, Wednesday at 12. And then that's Thursday at 12. Um, 
And then finally on Thursday, we're doing a happy hour. So we're still finalizing details on the happy hour. Make sure you again go to the Facebook business page. And that's when you get the most up to date information on everything that I've just talked about, uh, as well as you can go to the RSVP link. And that's a way for you to reserve your spot. So make sure you do that. Uh, and then in a not this weekend, but next weekend, we're doing our next pre-home buyer session. Uh, and that's an opportunity. If you're considering purchasing a home, then it's a great opportunity for you to come in and learn about the three different elements of the process. We have the realtor there. We're going to have the mortgage person there. If you have some credit challenges, we have the credit person there. And they're going to speak to these different elements. Uh, and the one thing that we can say is before it's over, you're going to know exactly what your next step needs to be to get you uh, into a home, into buying a home. So that's going to be November 6th at 11 a.m. here at our coaching and training center. So finally, if you are in the process of getting your real estate license or you're with a brokerage firm and thinking of making a change, I encourage you to visit the link shown and schedule a personal company introduction with me today. So you can learn how we train, how we educate, and how we support our agent members. I mean, we are serious about our agent support program, which includes everything from one-on-one -on -one coaching, mentorship, uh, and for you who are not licensed yet, like our, our man Reggie, you're not licensed yet. We have our affiliate membership, which will allow you to get exposure to the practical aspects of what you're going to be doing um, once you get your real estate license. It's a great program. Um, so again, I invite you to go ahead and schedule that in-person. Uh, and here's the great thing. We have three offices now. So if you want to meet with us in person, uh, if you're near Katy, you're in the energy corridor, you don't have to drive all the way in the, into the city. You can meet us at our West location. Uh, if you're near the Woodlands, Spring, Conroe area, you don't have to drive all the way into the city. You can meet us at our North office in person. Or if you're around NRG, or Galleria, you know, Greenway Plaza, go on down to the NRG, I mean, to our, our, our corporate office uh, if you want to do it in person. Or we can meet virtually. And then at that point, you ain't got to go nowhere, right? Uh, as a way to learn about more about what we offer and how we support and develop our agents. So go ahead and schedule your in-person or online company introduction with me today. All right. This has been another fantastic, outstanding Real to Life podcast. I'm so excited for our guest today, Mr. Reginald Pettis, uh, and sharing his world with us. Uh, I am your host, Michael G. Davis, broker and CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, realtor plus business coach. Looking forward to coaching you into the cosmos. It's time to take off, baby. Have a great one. Right. Can you get you right? Create a new life.